Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. Today I'm going to go to the book of Daniel chapter 4. We have been talking about the, we have been going through a series in the book of Daniel. We started with Daniel chapter 1 where we saw how Daniel got favor with the Lord by simply keeping himself pure, sanctification, sanctifying himself, setting himself apart for the work of the Lord. Setting himself, he set himself apart, himself and his two and his three friends, they decided to separate themselves from the ungodly things that can defile them. And God marked that and God blessed them. I went to Daniel chapter 2 and we saw in that Daniel chapter 2 how God began to manifest the blessing that he gave to Daniel in that he gave him interpretation of dreams wisdom to interpret dreams and the first dream that came to that Daniel interpreted actually where this fame was known about Daniel was when Nebuchadnezzar heard this dream and he couldn't remember it now I'm going to Daniel chapter 4 we have seen chapter 2 and chapter 3 now we go to Daniel chapter 4 chapter 3 was where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were tried before Nebuchadnezzar. Now let's see where God was going to punish, and God did punish Nebuchadnezzar, and I will tell you why in a moment. In Daniel chapter 2 and chapter 3 and chapter 4, those three chapters actually they followed one another for a purpose. The stories in chapter 2 was the beginning of the of the of the sea of the story I go to I'm going to say I'll talk about right now. When Nebuchadnezzar saw the dream, he didn't know what it was all about, and Daniel came and interpreted the dream. And the dream was actually because God was trying to show to Nebuchadnezzar what will be coming after him. According to what Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel chapter two he said, the reason why God showed this dream to you, Nebuchadnezzar, was because on your bed you were thinking and meditating on what will be after me. And he that searched the earth revealed to you what will be coming after you. I mean, after the king was gone, another kingdom took over the world. And that was symbolized to Nebuchadnezzar in form of a, a statue with an head of gold and the arms and chest of silver, the breast of the statue was brass in his vision, and the legs were iron and at the feet we have iron and clay. And the book and Daniel interpreted that statue to mean the head of gold of that statue represented the kingdom of Nebuchadnezzar. After Nebuchadnezzar will be another kingdom, even though inferior to Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom, but it will take over the world. That was represented by the silver arms. And you see, that was the medieval Persian Empire that took over Babylon. And he said that after that will be another kingdom that will be represented by brass in the at, the at the belly. And that was represented by the kingdom of Greece that took over the world after the medieval Persian Empire. And then he said the, the thighs and the legs were iron. And you can see that was represented by the Roman Empire. He said they bruised everything to pieces. And that was the beginning of it all. The, till the end of the world at the feet. 
and at the feet, according to the according to Daniel's interpretation, he said that the feet will be iron and clay mixed together, which will be at the end of the world where all the countries we all have their own kingdoms and just having a United Nation kind of agreement where nations are just joined together in the form of United Nations, and that is at the feet, iron and clay mixed together. Some will be strong, some will be weak, but they will be forming alliance, and that is what we see. From the time from the time of the Roman Empire broke into pieces till the end of the world, there will be so many countries and kingdoms, and they will be aligning together in form of world united nations, and that is why where we are right now at the feet. Now Daniel said he saw his Nebuchadnezzar saw a stone in that vision that was cut without hand. He didn't see the hand that cut the stone, and it bruised that statue at the feet. And destroyed the old statue, and the stone became a great mountain. And Daniel interpreted that dream in Nadine chapter 2 that the stone is going to be the kingdom of God that God will be setting up at the end of the world during the days of all those numerous kings at the feet. God will set up his own kingdom that will destroy the this statue of the world kingdoms. And that is what is going on right now. The Lord Jesus Christ has come and he has started the kingdom of Christ. And at the end of the world, God will set up a kingdom that will destroy the world kingdoms. And this is going to be a spiritual kingdom. But it will manifest at the end of the world as a physical kingdom when Christ shall appear in the sky to destroy the world. Now, I just told you the summary of what we already preached in Daniel chapter 2. Now, Nebuchadnezzar wanted to defy the dream. Because he, he was, he must have thought about it and say, "Well, I want Nebuchadnezzar. He wanted, he wanted the kingdom of Babylon to live forever. So how will he do that? So he made a statue by himself and made it all gold from head to toe, and commanded all the provinces to come and bow to it. And that was what you saw in Daniel chapter three. And when he was doing that, whatever called, whatever made him to do it, I will say he was trying to use some spiritual force and physical force of men." To make them bow to him and bow to the kingdom of Babylon. But there are two, three men that were there that knew the vision and not only that they are commanded by God of heaven because they worship the true God that they are not to bow to any statue. And that was the story in Daniel chapter 3. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they refused to bow and they defied the, king, the kingdom of Babylon. They defied Nebuchadnezzar. And that was why they were thrown into the into the furnace of fire. You know the whole story. Go and read it yourself in Daniel chapter three. Now, what I'm trying to, what the reason why I'm telling you these stories is to make you to see why Nebuchadnezzar was punished in chapter four. He was he, he lifted up himself to defy the prophecy and the vision that God showed to him that after him will be other kingdoms, and then at the end of the world will be the kingdom of God to destroy it all, and he wanted to defy that commanded all the rulers of the province to come and bow to the to the statue of gold as if to say Nebuchadnezzar and kingdom of Babylon shall reign forever because that's what many kingdoms want to say they, they say long live the king they wanted their kingdom to reign forever but God had a different opinion and because of that he raised that statue of all pure gold from head to toe and commanded them to bow and then the people that believe in the kingdom of God Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they refused to bow and he even threw them into the furnace of fire. Even after he realized whom they were, that they were the people that were the friends of Daniel, that they must have known about that vision, nonetheless, he still threw them into the furnace of fire. So then he has defied God. 
So God was going to punish him because of his arrogance. Raising himself against God. Just like Babylon will come against the kingdom of God at the end of the world. And God will destroy them also. Now let's go and read how God was going to punish Nebuchadnezzar for that arrogance that he, he, he showed in Daniel chapter 3. By throwing those, boy, those men into the furnace of fire. Because they refused to bow to any other God of, other than the God of heaven. Chapter 4, let me read. Now, Nebuchadnezzar the king actually was writing this story himself after he has been punished and he has, came, he has come back alive. And he now gave his own testimony to after he has repented. And he was giving this as a testimony to glorify God. So you can see that Nebuchadnezzar repented. And what you are going to draw out of this story, for you that are listening to me, if you are a ruler, if you are a king, or you are a, or, or even a, a leader of a church, or a leader of any, any type of leadership that you may have, or even just in your office, you are ruling over people. You have to rule with the fear of God. Remember, God is still in control of all things. In fact, God reigned in the affairs of men. That was what Nebuchadnezzar found out. Because he was ruling the whole world in his time. Nebuchadnezzar was ruling the whole world. And he thought he was it, and no, nothing can come against him. But he forgot that there was still a God of gods and the King of kings that washes over men on earth. And that was what he forgot. And many people are forgetting God even in this generation. And they try to do whatever they want to do. They make decrees and persecute the people of God. But you have to be warned because God is still washing over the affairs of men. And he gave the world and the kingdom of this world to whomever he wills. There was a, a ruler in the, in, in, a, in, a, in the country of Africa one time ago in Nigeria. That man wanted to make himself the king or uh, the, the, uh, the president for life. And he was doing everything. And what happened in the end? Even some of these bodies destroyed him. When it is time in the eyes of God, even the wicked ruler will be destroyed and taken out of the way. By those that feed on his table, God will instigate them to take him away and get rid of him. So, no matter how highly placed you are, fear God. No matter how you think you have got everything under control and nothing can shake you, still fear God. Because God reigned upon the affairs of men. We have seen cases in this generation where people do not fear God and they think they are dictator. They can do anything they wanted to do. And they kill anything they wanted to anybody they wanted to kill. And it looks like nobody can stop them. Only for a temporary time. Only for a small time. A small time space. Because when God is fed up with you, even those that feed on your table will be the one that God will make to get rid of you. Because God has said that it, He is one that raises up kings and is the one that takes away kings. And watch, lest He take you away with the stroke of His hand. Be careful. So this is what happened to Nebuchadnezzar after he was so highly elevated and he had to be brought down to, to hit grass like animals. Then he was writing his own story. And this is what happened. Let's just read through it because you can read it yourself and know the old story. How Nebuchadnezzar the king turned into an animal. You see, did he actually turn physically into an animal? Or what really happened? He actually was, he went crazy is the real thing that happened to him. He went crazy. I mean, madness. That people are known where people begin to eat garbage in the streets because they are, they are insane. That was what happened to the king Nebuchadnezzar. How can a whole king of a country become insane? Yeah, it could happen. And that was what happened to Nebuchadnezzar, that he ran out of the street, tearing his clothes and barking like a dog, and they have to try to grab him. 
a whole king they grab to grab a wound and he ran into the bush and they have to no, no, fence off those that that section where he was in that bush so that they fenced him up and he was there for seven years eating grass like animals that was what really happened to him and uh, let's read out Nebuchadnezzar told the whole story himself he said Nebuchadnezzar the king unto all people nations and languages that dwell in all the earth he's writing this testimony to them to everybody peace be multiplied unto you I thought it good to show the signs and wonders that the high God has wrought toward me so he's saying it is the most high God that wrote these signs and wonders toward him. How great are his signs and how mighty are his wonders. Now Nebuchadnezzar was writing this after he has repented and become a believer. And he was now praising God. He said his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and his dominion is from generation to generation. Verse 4. I Nebuchadnezzar was at rest in my house. And flourishing in my palace, I saw a dream which made me afraid, and the thoughts upon my bed and the visions of my head troubled me. Therefore made I a decree to bring in all the wise men of Babylon before me, that they might uh, they might make known unto me the interpretation of the dream. Then came in the magicians, the astrologers, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. And I told the dream before them, but they did not make known unto me the interpretation thereof. But at the last, Daniel came in before me, whose name was Belteshazzar, according to the name of my God, and in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And before him I told the dream, saying, O Belteshazzar, master of the magicians, because I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in thee, and no secret troubleth thee. Tell me the visions of my, of my dream. That I have seen and the interpretation thereof. Thus were the visions of my head in my bed. I saw and behold a tree in the midst of the earth, and the height thereof was great. The tree grew and was strong, and the height thereof reached unto heaven, and the side thereof to the end of all the earth. The leaves thereof were fair, and the fruit thereof much, and in it was meat for all. The beasts of the field had shadow under it, and the fowls of the heaven dwelt in the bowls thereof, and all flesh was fed of it. I saw in the visions of my head upon my bed, and behold, a watcher and an holy one came down from heaven. He cried aloud and said thus, Hew down the tree, and cut off its branches, shake off its leaves, and scatter its fruits. Let the beasts get away from under it, and the fowls from its branches. Nevertheless, leave the stump of his roots in the earth, even with a band of iron and brass in the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of heaven, and let his portion be with the beasts in the grass of the earth. Let his heart be changed from man's, and let a beast's heart be given unto him, and let seven times pass over him. This mother is by the decree of the watchers and the demand by the word of the holy ones to the intent that the living may know that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of men and give it to whomsoever he will and set it up over it the basest of men do you hear what I just read that was the, the dream that Nebuchadnezzar saw that an angel which he called him a watcher a holy one came down and commanded that the tree be cut down and 
and then by the time the angel was talking he said he, he, the tree was a man let his heart be changed from man's and the beast had be given to him so that tree was symbolizing a man it was told to Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel was going to interpret it let's get on verse 18 this dream I king Nebuchadnezzar have seen now thou Belteshazzar declare the interpretation thereof for as much as all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known unto me the interpretation but thou art able for the spirit of the Holy Ghost is in thee then Daniel whose name was Belteshazzar was astonished for one hour and his thoughts troubled him the king spake and said Belteshazzar let not the dream or the interpretation thereof trouble thee so Belteshazzar answered and said my lord the dream be to them that hate thee and the interpretation thereof to thy enemies the tree that thou sawest which grew and was strong whose height reached unto the heaven and the sight thereof to all the earth whose leaves were fair and the fruit thereof much and in it was meat for all under which the beasts of the field dwelt and, on up, and upon whose branches the fowls of the heaven had their habitation it is thou O king thou art grown and become strong for thy greatness is grown and reaches unto heaven and thy dominion to the end of the earth and whereas the king saw a watcher and an holy one coming down from heaven and saying hew the tree down and destroy it yet leave the stump of the roots thereof in the earth even with the band of iron and brass in the tender grass of the field and let it be wet with the dew of heaven and let his portion be with the beasts of the field till seven times pass over him this is the interpretation O king and this is the decree of the most high which is come upon my lord the king that they shall drive thee from men and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field and they shall make thee to eat grass as oxen and shall wear thee with the dew of heaven and seven times shall pass over thee in four it means seven years so to speak till thou know that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of men and giveth it to whomsoever he will and whereas thou they commanded to leave the stump of the tree roots thy kingdom shall be sure unto thee after that thou shall have known that the heavens do rule now do you see what the interpretation means of my, my dear friend the heavens do rule God rule upon the affairs of men no matter who you are that is listening to me fear God you may be the king you may even be the president of a nation you may even be the secretary general of the United Nations because I know he may be listening to me because he's an African right now you may be the secretary general of the United Nations but the Bible is telling you right now fear God because actually the most high God ruleth over the affairs of men and what he said will happen will happen it is for you to put yourself as one of those that belong to his kingdom and walk according to Christ's life and that is when you are acceptable in his sight now let's go ahead and read this he said God ruled in the affairs of men and give it to whomsoever he will and but it's actually, to Nebuchadnezzar he said he will leave your kingdom for you when you finally have known that the heavens do rule now Daniel was going to give him some counsel in verse 27 he said we have O king let my counsel be acceptable unto thee and break off thy sins by righteousness and thy iniquities by showing mercy to the poor if it may be a lengthening of thy tranquility I mean God may postpone it if you repent begin to do good begin to love the poor and help the poor so that God can say you have repented 
all this came upon the king Nebuchadnezzar. In verse 28. At the end of 12 months, that is, if for one year, look as if well, he has sobered down, he, or he was thinking, will this ever happen? Or he thought this will never happen. How can a king be made to eat ox, to eat grass like oxen? It looks like it's impossible. But all things are possible to God that created all things. He said, after 12 months, Nebuchadnezzar walked in the palace of his kingdom of Babylon. Vastari. And the king spake and said, he spoke something in arrogance. And that was the day he was going to be smitten. And the king spake and said, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty? While the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a, war, a voice from heaven saying, O king Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken. The kingdom is departed from thee, and they shall drive thee from, heaven, from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee, until thou know that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of El, in, the, in the affairs of men, in the kingdom of men, and give it to whomsoever he will. Now, exactly what, what Daniel interpreted to Nebuchadnezzar, the same voice came back and echoed it back to his, to his hearing, and that was the day it happened to him, verse 33. The same hour was the theme fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar, and he was driven from men and did eat grass as oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till his ears were grown like eagles' feathers, and his nails like birds' claws. Now, that is the punishment. He was dethroned. Not only dethroned, he was made insane. And went into the jungle, barking and screaming like oxen, running from men. And people were forbidden from going to that area of the jungle where the, the former king was. That was the terrible thing that, that happened to Nebuchadnezzar. Until seven years passed, or seven times, the Bible said, but we believe it was seven full years that he was dethroned. And then at the end of the days, verse 34, and this is where we are going, because Nebuchadnezzar got his spirit, his, 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 his mind back. His mind was taken from him, and an animal spirit was put into his body. That is why he ran away like a dog, like an animal, from men. He was driven out of men, out of the out of the city, into the jungle, and no man drove him. He just drove himself by his spirit, drove him, and that is what we are telling you. You are just like a, a bunch of clay. Every human being, we are just like a bunch of clay, my friend. We are just like a bunch of clay, my friend. And I want you to take note of that so that you are, you are not going to be proud towards God. And don't elevate yourself. The Bible says, He that exalted himself shall be abased, but he that humbled himself shall be exalted. We human beings are just like the Bible said, we are like grasshoppers before him that is sitting on, upon, the, upon the circle of heaven. The Bible said that he is sitting upon the circle of the earth and we inhabitants thereof like grasshoppers. Fear God and honor Him and respect His word and honor His sins. That is very important for you. And we are, whether you are highly placed or you are not highly placed, be humble before God and let God bless your heart. And let's go on to read the rest of this chapter. Say, At the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up my eyes unto heaven and my understanding returned unto me. And I blessed the Most High and I praise and honor them that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. Now, this is how Nebuchadnezzar was blessing God and praising God after he has sobered down and his mind was restored. 
he found himself in the jungle in that type of a body that is never taking his bath for seven years. He said, I bless the most high and praise and honor him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation, and all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. Did you hear that? Nebuchadnezzar, an Eastern king, is telling you that right now. He said, All inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing before the Almighty God. So, no matter how highly placed you are, that is listening to me. No matter how highly placed you are in the governments of the world, or in the affair, or in wealth and in riches, fear God and bow down before the Almighty God. Bow down before the Lord Jesus Christ. Fall upon the floor like in, in dust and ashes before Him that created all things. Because that is how you can be humbled. And he that humbled himself shall be exalted. God loveth them that are humble. He said, He dwelleth with the lowly and contrite spirits. To lift them up. But those that are highly proud and ex, ex, exalted themselves, they will be pulled down by God Himself. Nebuchadnezzar went for that. He said, All the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. And God doeth according to His will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay His hand or say unto Him, What doest thou? Verse 36. So at the same time, my reason returned unto me. And for the glory of my kingdom, my honor and brightness returned unto me. And my counselors and my Lord sought unto me. And I was established in my kingdom, and excellent majesty was added unto me. Verse 37. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, all whose works are truth, and his ways judgment. And those that walk in pride, he is able to abase. Did you hear that, my dear listener? Those that walk in pride, God is able to abase. So the summary of this chapter is humble thyself before the Almighty God, and he will lift you up. No matter how highly placed you are, even if you are poor, you can still be proud. I ran into somebody that was homeless one day, and I tried to talk to him about Jesus. When I mentioned the name of God, he was angry and told me not to talk to him about God. Why? Because he already was he was proud, and this man was homeless. All that he has was in a little car that was you can see that he was homeless because he has he, the way he was dressed, living under the bridge. And yet he was angry at God, thinking that God made him like that, or God caused him to, to be homeless. No, 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 no. God didn't cause you to be homeless. God didn't cause all your problem, all your misery. So by being angry at God, you are actually cheating yourself from the only person that can help you and save you is God. So that's why I said, pride is not only in the rich and hell and wealthy people. The poor also can be proud. When you refuse to listen to God, when you think your religion is it, and no other person can talk to you about, about God that your religion will take you to heaven when the Bible said only Jesus can save you are already proud because you think you know better than the Bible but the Bible is the answer and so that's what I'm trying to make you to see is that Jesus is the only way humble yourself before God and listen to his word and ask God to come and save your soul because that's the only way you can be saved call upon him while he may be found and Jesus Christ loves him he has already paid the price so that you may be saved but come unto him right now. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And I want to pray for you so that the pride and arrogance can be removed from your spirit. You that are listening to me, if you are a believer, born again believer, the Bible says, Fear the Lord, ye is saints, 
and God wants us to not only to fear him but to humble ourselves before him and if you that listen to me you don't even believe Christ you don't believe in the gospel I'm asking you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior today because that is the only way you can be acceptable before God if you are rejecting Christ thinking your religion will take you to heaven you are already proud why because God said this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased be, believe him you've got to believe the Lord Jesus Christ listen to him and that's what the Bible said that a voice came from heaven that confirmed that Jesus is the one is the way so no other religion can save you only Jesus Christ can save and the Bible said it clear that anyone that refused to accept Jesus Christ has made God a liar and you have to be proud to say God is telling lies so I want you to ask Jesus to come into your life today say it after me say Lord Jesus I accept you as my Lord and Savior I humble my soul before you right now I save my soul O Lord Jesus Christ Thank you, Lord. For I pray for those that are listening, touch them, give them the new life and the new salvation. Let them be saved and be born again. And let them have a hope of eternal life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, I want you to write to us so that we can send you some more literature. Like I said, we have this series of Daniel, the Daniel series that we have preached, every chapter. And we can send to you in literature form if you send a letter to Gospel Distribution Ministry. Gospel Distribution Ministry. Post Office Box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona 85050. God bless you. On the internet, our web address is www.gospeldistribution.org. Gospel Distribution, that's one word. Gospeldistribution.org. And God bless you.